Girls. Welcome to She Commands the Stage podcast, where we talk a lot about how to become a more confident and compelling speaker that can command any stage, any camera, any microphone, or any platform that you are on and you're sharing your message. You are a driven woman and you know your message and voice makes a big difference in the world and in the lives of others. And I know that you're on a mission to take that message to as many stages and audiences as possible. And my role here is to equip you with the right tools to help you grow your speaking and presentation skills and to empower you to go out and unapologetically share your voice wherever possible. In case this is the first time that we are meeting, hi, my name is Chila Muskin and I'm your host. I'm also a speaker, author, and the creator of the Speak to Scale methodology. Let me ask you this. Do you ever wonder what makes some speakers uber successful? Have you ever sat in an audience or in a group in awe of a speaker and pondered, how does she do that? Well, the answer is through a lot of work, but before you check out on me and close down this episode, there's a lot of great news ahead. So stick with me for just a few more minutes because I'm going to show you that yes, while it takes intentionality, it takes work to become a great speaker. It is a very, very doable thing. You know, there are some quote unquote freaks of nature out there who are naturally gifted at speaking, probably less than 1% of the population, but most of us have to work really hard at it. I remember my first few speeches were the stuff of horror movies. As an introverted, private, and super shy person, I was the least likely individual to become a public speaker or presenter. I remember the first time I was handed the microphone to speak on a stage. It was not pretty. I felt, and I'm sure I looked like a train wreck for those who were watching in the audience. I felt so sorry for my audience, you know, um, but over time with every speech, I got better and I got better. Now, how did that happen? Well, I can tell you one thing. It didn't happen by accident. There were some things that I did very intentionally. In fact, there were a couple of things I did very intentionally to continue to improve my speaking skills. First, I started to observe the habits of highly successful speakers. I would watch videos of them speaking, pay attention to what they were doing, but also knowing these people who are pretty well-known speakers, I would dig deeper and really try to understand what were the habits that they were cultivating on a regular basis. And then I would try to implement those habits in my own life. The second thing that I did is I put those habits into practice every single day, and then I would do it over and over and over again. So this is good news to you because it means even if you feel like 
me, maybe that you're a train wreck when it comes to speaking, you can improve upon your speaking skills and you can become a really great speaker if you are intentional about developing the skill. So this episode is for you if you want to be intentional about continually improving upon your communication and speaking skills. If you often have to speak to groups of people, uh, maybe do online videos, an IG live, uh, or maybe you have to speak on a physical stage. And this episode is also for you if you want to be effective in getting your message across to your audience. So if you are ready, I am ready to dive in. Listen, before we move forward, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. It not only helps with the algorithm and getting the podcast in front of more audiences and more people who would want to hear what I have to say, but also it really gives me feedback on what you are enjoying most um, from this podcast. So feel free. It really takes a minute or two, but it really would help me out a lot. Okay. What are the habits, more specifically, the seven habits that I have kind of observed of highly effective speakers? Habit number one is cultivating a success mindset. Highly effective speakers who cultivate this success mindset approach speaking from a service perspective versus trying to impress people. So often I see people get into their own heads about speaking in front of an audience or speaking in front of a group of people that are really not helpful for them in any way. They ask themselves questions that are causing them to feel more anxious about speaking, more insecure instead of actually feeling empowered to step powerfully in front of a group of people. Questions like, will the audience like me? What if I'm not good enough? What if I mess up? What if I bore my audience? What if I forget key elements? So on and so forth. And these questions are not only self-centered, but are not helping you in any way. And it's not helping your audience in any way, right? So instead of asking defeating questions like that, ask yourself the following how can I serve those listening or watching to the best of my abilities? What are the experiences that I have gone through? What are the solutions that I was able to create in my life that would really benefit those that are listening? What are the biggest challenges they need solved? And how can I offer simple solutions that would make their life easier? How can I best connect with my audience? What are the stories that they would relate to and they would find engaging? How can I put the focus on them? How can I put the spotlight on them? Because it is, after all, all about your audience. So instead of asking yourself defeating questions, ask these empowering questions right before you start preparing for a presentation or before you step on a stage, put the, push the go live button, or you start to do a presentation to an audience. Habit number two, this idea of having a big idea for any presentation that you do. What's your presentation destination? The bottom line is that you need a clear goal for your speech. One goal for what you want your audience to know 
to feel or do immediately after they heard you speak. According to studies, when most people were asked immediately after leaving a presentation what their takeaway was or what the presentation they just sat through was, about 73% of the audience members had no clear answer to that question. 73%, that's a big number. You always want to make sure that you practice the habit of starting the development process of your presentation with this very first crucial step of establishing your big idea. The big takeaway you want your audience to have, that simple takeaway you want them to take from listening to you. So ask yourself the following questions. What is the one objective of my presentation? What is the one takeaway I want my audience to have? What is one action step I want them to take? And how can I make that as clear as possible? How can I make that big idea as simple as possible? Habit number three, listen first. First, listen with empathy and understand, try to understand your audience as much as possible and then speak to have yourself understood because now you are speaking their language. Audience analysis, audience analysis. I cannot say it enough times. Audience analysis. Instead of focusing on what you want to say, which is what we call speaker-centric communication, focus on what the audience needs to hear, which would be audience-centric communication. And audience analysis, which is plainly saying, asking your audience what they need, Um, really reveals the mindset of your audience, which helps you in this whole process. Try to dig deeper and understand what is keeping them up at night. What problems do they face? What's the source of their problem? What beliefs do they hold around that problem and what is holding them back? What are their values? What information do they need from you in order to get past what's holding them back? Once you truly understand your audience's perspective, you will find it much more straightforward to craft your message in speaking to them and reaching them. You will also be a lot more effective in being heard because as I said before, now you are speaking their language. So what should you do in this habit? Well, do the following. If it's your own audience, take some time to really understand their needs by asking clarifying questions. You can do this on social media by doing a simple poll. You can send out an email to your email list and ask them to fill out a simple survey. The one that I found most effective is actually picking five to 10 people that are really a true representation of my ideal client and getting on a quick call with them and asking them straightforward questions so that I can understand where they're at, what is holding them back and where do they want to be so I can create the solution for them. Then really try to understand their needs, problems, dreams, and the solutions that they are after. Once you have a pretty clear understanding of what they need, it's easier for you to start crafting your message around that. And then if you are speaking to someone else's audience, 
ask the host or event planner to give you more insight into the audience. It's a simple thing to do, but it's a very effective thing when it comes to your presentation. Habit number four, prepare, prepare, prepare. As soon as you know you are speaking or you're delivering a webinar or you're doing an IG live, it is time to start preparing. If preparation means opening your PowerPoint or a Word document, think again. That's not how I would recommend preparing for a speech. One of my favorite ways to prepare is something I actually learned from a mentor of mine, Nancy Duarte, and she recommends storyboarding your speech on post-it notes. So brainstorm your points and subpoints and put them on post-it notes. You can put those on a wall um, that you can easily reorganize. Um, you can crumble up and toss up, toss out um, things that maybe you don't want in your presentation an- anymore, or they don't fit your presentation goals. And then you can shuffle things around. And then in this process, you can also start adding some of the stories in, right? Into, into those little post-it notes. Now this process needs to start early on, like the first thing probably that you need to do um, when preparing for a presentation. Speech preparation is an ongoing process. No, it's not sexy. It's not a sexy process, but it's a very necessary one for a speaker who wants to be successful in getting their message across. So what should you do with this habit? Practical, right? I like being practical. Well, do the following. Use post-it notes. First, write down your big idea, that one big takeaway, one objective. Then brainstorm your points and your sub-points on post-it notes, the supporting um, keys of your big idea, right? And then start jotting down stories that can go well with your supporting points because we want to speak to both sides of the brain. Data speaks to the left side of the brain and uh, stories speak to the right side of the brain, the creative side of the brain, right? I hope I got that right. I always have them mixed up. Left side is data, right side is stories, right? The idea is that you want to make sure that you get a good visual of what you want your presentation to look like and where it's leading. What is that one big takeaway? Habit number five collect stories. Audiences love stories. Why is the movie industry such a big industry? Because we are suckers for stories. And as you know, I'm a big fan of stories. I talk a lot about the power of stories for speaking and also for business growth, right? For making that connection with your audience. Stories spice up bland and boring data-driven presentations. Stories engage an audience and help them to relate um, to the content that you are sharing and also to take that content and relate it to their own life. My husband always says, because he works in the medical field, and sometimes medical people are notorious for giving boring presentations. And he believes, my husband, 
that I would make it big just by inserting myself into the medical field and teaching people in the medical field how to use stories to make their presentations uh, more engaging and entertaining. I think he's onto something for sure. (laughs) But successful speakers are always looking for stories and know that stories don't have to be extraordinary They don't even have to be about the speaker. Best stories come from ordinary experiences. I know that I have a folder on my notes app in my phone where I constantly jot down ideas for stories, things that I pick up on as I'm going about my day, going to the grocery store, interacting with my children or doing all kinds of activities, um, activities throughout my day. Stories are everywhere. And successful speakers are always on the lookout to find them. So if you want to implement this habit in your speaking growth, do the following. Constantly be on the lookout for stories, small or big. Jot those ideas and stories down into your phone or perhaps a a notebook that you designated to collecting stories. And put those stories into themes. I have this again uh, on in my folder on my app where I uh, use a story maybe for inspiration. I use a story for storytelling. I use a story for social media growth. I have these buckets of themes that I could be using these stories for. And one story can actually be used for different themes as well. And then use stories often in your speeches, in your presentations, IG live videos, if you're being interviewed for a podcast, um, always use stories often when you speak. Habit number six, be audience centric. Audiences want interaction during the presentation. You don't want to talk at your audience. You want to speak with your audience. They want to feel involved. So ask them questions that make them think, ask them questions that they can respond to quickly. Use the most important word in the English language or really any language in your presentation, which is the word you, right? We love to hear the word you. So use that in your presentation and use your stories to relate to your audience's world, no matter what your topic Uh, in your presentation, think strategically about how to involve your audience more in your speech. And for the love of all things good, (laughs) avoid the me, 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 me introduction. No one cares about you. They care about how your information and what you are speaking on will serve them and how it's going to help them improve upon their life and business. So ask yourself the following questions. What are some creative ways I can have my audience talking back to me? Is it by a simple raise of hand? Is it by giving one word back? These are really good for webinars that you're doing online. Look at people that are really good at this and see what they are doing and try to imitate or um, tweak what they're doing and apply it for your presentation. And then think, how can I make my presentation a conversation and highly interacting versus me speaking and spewing out information to my audience? We have arrived to habit number seven, which is the final habit, which is constant improvement. One of my favorite habits. 
One of my favorite books on productivity is called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which was written by Stephen Covey. And there is a chapter called Sharpen the Saw. It's actually one of my favorite mantras in life. The idea is that you constantly want to focus on improvement. You want to be intentional about continually improving yourself as a speaker and your speaking and presentation skills. Now, I could probably record another two or three episodes uh, just on this idea of sharpening the saw um, and the activities for growing your speaking skills. I'm not going to do that. Well, I might actually record one extra episode if that's something that you would be interested in hearing more about. Again, you can let me know by just simply leaving a review or you can find me on Instagram at uh, my handle is C-S-I-L-L-A. M-U-S-C-A-N, Chila Muskan, and just send me a DM and give me some suggestions on what you would like me to speak on more on this podcast. So anyways, without going off on a tangent here too much, (laughs) what I was trying to say is that I could probably talk about this forever, but I do want to give you just some small samples of how you can use, what activities you can use to really constantly improve your speaking skills. So you can read speaking books and uh, blogs that can help you hone your knowledge, or you can just simply listen to all of the She Commands the Sage uh, podcast episodes, or you can go to my blog and do the same thing. Watch speakers who inspire you, maybe your favorite speakers, or you can find a lot of great speeches on TED, right? TED Talks. And then you can also reflect on your own past presentations and watch them with a critical eye, reviewing and giving yourself feedback so that you can take steps to improve next time. Here's the thing about the quote unquote sharpen the saw activities. They can also help you improve your speaking effectiveness by improving other areas of your life, such as better physical fitness will give you more energy on stage and more stamina when delivering lengthy sessions, such such as like an all-day course or uh, maybe you are doing an all-day event. A healthier diet consisting of more water and less sugar and caffeine drinks will really improve the quality of your voice. So as you can see, when you are improving in one area of life, it doesn't just stay in that one area. It will start influencing and infiltrating other areas of your life that you almost unintentionally are going to be improving upon as well. But the bottom line is you want to cultivate this habit of constant improvement. Even after being a, a speaker for over 20 years, I feel like I have so much room for improvement as far as my speaking and presentation skills go. So I feel like this is a never ending journey and I want to make sure that I'm always constantly improving. Now, I hope you found these helpful. Quickly, I want to recap because I know I gave you a lot of information. And by the way, if you want to have the notes for this particular episode, just shoot me an email at speaktoscale at gmail.com, speaktoscale at gmail.com. And I'd love you uh, to give you the, the notes for this episode. But let's recap real quick. Highly effective speakers and successful ones are that way because they are intentional about their speaking skills. 
they continually approve upon their skills on purpose. They're intentional about sharpening their craft. They spend a considerable amount of time honing their speaking skills. The good news is that these are all habits that are easy to learn and implement. But what's easy to do, it's also easy not to do. So I would encourage you to be intentional about implementing these habits into your daily routine. Habit number one, practice a success mindset. Habit number two, listen first to understand and then speak to the needs. Habit number three, establish a big idea for every presentation and then break it down into clear goals. Make sure to prepare, prepare, prepare in advance. Always be looking for stories, collecting stories that you can tell. Be audience-centric in your presentation and always strive for constant improvement. Friend, I hope that you found this helpful. I hope you walk away feeling it was more than worth your time to spend the last few minutes with me. I know that your time is precious. It's very valuable. It's the most valuable thing probably you can offer. And so I want you to know I never take it for granted that you hang out with me on a weekly basis. I want to encourage you, as always, to go out and share your voice and message, show up for yourself, show up for your audience, because that unique thing that you have to offer, the world needs it. So it's time for you to show up and shine. And don't forget to come back next week, because I cannot wait to share with you what I have in store for next week's episode.